They try to drown me I can swim upstream so profoundly I can stay calm in a dire situation I'm at it every day, no time for a vacation And I smell blood in the water Everything I do, yeah, I do it for my daughters Now I'm gonna shut your lips It's time for a brand new episode of what? We talking, just say what? We talking, just say what? We talking, just say what? We talking, just said it's time for a brand new episode of Talking Jit. What's up, man? What's up, man? How you doing? Oh, doing great, brother. How are you? Doing good. Sounds like you're living the life out there. Man, honestly, yeah, I, I, I love my life, man, every day. <laughs> How's your beach day going? It's going good, man. I'm going to probably, I mean, we, we hit the beach yesterday, too. We get, I make sure to get out there with my family at least like three to four hours a day. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. But uh, today I'm trying to like, just chill a little bit more, you know, tune, up, tune out a little bit more. Relax. Yeah, I, after just looking at your social media, dude, you seem like a really busy guy. Oh, yeah. Extremely uh, <laughs> but thank God it's like doing things I enjoy, you know? Yeah, and that, that's the dream. That's what I meant. That's what uh, I was kind of enviously saying to you. A hundred percent. But it looks like you got a couple hustles in, in the process as well, right? Yes, yes, sir. Um, shoes, yeah. right? Shoes. Yeah, I've got. I, I do the the custom shoes. Um, slowed down a bit since I've had my daughter. I gave up my office slash studio to be her bedroom, so I kind of have like a little corner in my room designated for it now. Understood. That's more but, the dog. A billion times more important than a shoe is, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm me personally, I'm kind of in the process. Like I have like an eight to five job right now. Okay. Um, and then I got like another job after that. It's like one of my old business clients that I still kept around because they treat me really well. Yeah. And I'm just kind of riding that out and stacking for a few years until, you know, I'm either ready to make another run or uh another opportunity comes my way. Are you thing. able to do the eight to five at home or do you go to the office? I have to go to the office. But are you there today? I'm here today, yeah. Oh, cool. But you can still do a call like this at the office? Yeah, I just step out for like a lunch break. Yeah, that's tight, man. Cool. Yeah. I mean, that's how you do it, man. You got to do it all. You know what I'm saying? You got to hustle, grind, especially to get where you want to get to, like what you're saying, like that plan you have, you know? Yeah, so you, it seems like you've kind of turned like your hobby or passion into a career slash careers. I mean, yeah, it depends which one you're talking about. But, uh, bro, at one point I owned, like, 11 different LLCs. And uh, in the, over the last three years, I kind of, like, just realized I, 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 there's certain ones I didn't want anymore. Like, I have a page called KSEP Industries. And you'll see on there I own hookah lounges, everything from hookah lounges to gyms. to. But the last three years I've just really stepped back and just, like, sold off, like, most of my businesses. and was like, you know what? I don't even want to do that anymore because half the things I was doing was trying to be cool and trying to live to the world standards. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, but, yeah, so I've realized I've really taken what I love in life, and that's my family. That's MMA and jiu-jitsu and Muay Thai and the Bible and music and just really – made that my life now that's why you see you know i have a studio back in maryland i have to, uh for the podcast for videography for uh photography all that stuff and then i have the, the two gyms mma and sport then i have KSF entertainment where we have like djs that do weddings and all that good stuff and branding of businesses and all that i have the podcast that, that, that you saw that i started about four months ago and i'm loving that and you know how that is because you get to have great conversations with people you know Dude, it's just so fun. I just, I'm just doing it completely for fun and to keep me sane. <laughs> and I, I 
I get to talk to so many people already and it's, it's, you know, small and it's still really cool to talk to people, learn, get the, you know, an idea of their mindset and yeah, it how, really that, makes a big difference. how that got them where they are. It really makes a big difference. And it really, uh, like it's connections, number one for the future. It's also good conversation to, you know, grow for future things you want to do as well. So in a way it's like a meeting, you know what I'm saying? Every time you right. get with somebody on the, on these podcasts, you're, you're learning, as long as it's like good stuff, you know what I'm saying? Not just stupid stuff, but um, it seems like you, you, you focus on like really important, you know, conversations. So yeah, man, I think it's awesome that you're doing that and uh, cool. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so um, do, is, is the podcast started? Do you have like a certain thing you want to do it? Like how, how do you want this to go today? Is there any more questions you have for me before we start? Cause I don't, I don't know, like you, you're the director of this one. So you let me know how you, how you want to do this. Yeah. Well, I mean, technically it's recording the second I, uh, the phone, the phone came in or the phone second i answered right. it yeah cool um so it's running um yeah dude you, you put whatever I, you want man my my whole like i guess niche is i, I have a, like i don't know it's about like 200 jujitsu listeners okay but i tie it into like more of like a mentality standard like uh <clears throat> the i like to get into people's like minds like like not everybody for you for you to say like you just named off all those businesses like the church church and all the things that you're into not a lot of people um can either a handle all that b grind it out successfully or c like they just don't even know where to start so (laughs) that's why i like to look at people's mentalities it's like how's this person not quit how's this person stay hungry just like you know and everyone's got such a different formula that technically anyone is interesting dude you know what i mean so Uh, I, i agree even though we talk a lot of jujitsu, I like to see like how, you know, how it's not just exactly like this guy goes and, and stretches people the wrong way or this guy goes and punches people in the face willingly. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's also like this guy is also a grinder or this person is also, you know, mentally sharp here or has like a beast mentality over here. And I, yeah. That's I, my I, way of trying I, to make with jujitsu and MMA and the, and the, the, the martial arts practice, they go hand in hand. They really do. And I, I think people that get into mixed martial arts of any sort, specifically the grind of jujitsu, um, it, it, it makes you a different person over time. It really builds your character and personality and really finds out who you are and, you know, humbles you and you get, you get, you get, you get real, you find out who you are real quick and it's either you stick with it or you don't. People that stick with jujitsu, they, 99% of them, because there's always, let's be honest, there's, there's weirdos or douchebags that stick with it, but the 99% <laughs> it are really good, strong people mentally because they know if they can do that physically and mentally in jujitsu, other things in life come so much easier, you know? 100%. And I was actually going to ask you if you agree that, especially MMA as well, I mean, you do get like the ego, the ego guys and like the douchebags, but it, for the most part, it weeds out like weak minded people, you know? A hundred percent. Like you can't a lot of you'll get a lot of guys who walk into MMA gyms and they're like, Yeah, I'm a good street fighter, you know, oh, I'm known yeah. for the I can fight really good. And then they, you know, put in like maybe a week at the gym and they realize it ain't for them. Like it's a whole different level. I mean, well the the best thing I love about fighting, one of the best things I love about fighting you cannot fake it it's one of the few things you can't pretend on and you find out real quick anybody you know when people come in and you guys know how it is you guys have a great gym that you guys train with with great people if you get these people i don't care what kind of athleticism they have from background how strong they are how successful they've been on the street when they come in and go with one of your smallest guys and get embarrassed they find out real quick this isn't some 
fad. This isn't some street fight joke. This is a discipline. This is the greatest thing in the martial art, physically physical thing you can do. I believe in the world is jujitsu, not just for its longevity, but what it does for your body and mentality. And like you said, yeah, you got these people all all over the world, the, the literally all over the world that think they know how to fight, that think they that 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 they're these strong, good, awesome people. But when they go into these gyms and are with people like us, they they either come in. And their life truly changes in a great way because they get humbled fast and they get their ego checked. And they're like, man, I never want to feel like this again. I want to train in this. And they become a great new person. Or they leave there knowing that, like, they're never going to be able to do that, which I think is a whole nother failure in itself. These people that leave and it's too hard for them. And they, you know what I'm saying? So, right. so yeah, it, 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 I, I praise God for jujitsu, man, because man, does it really show who's really about it and who's not about it? Because it's like we're talking jujitsu specifically, because that's how me and you have been connected. I mean, the, in the MMA world and, and jujitsu world, it's like the people that stick it out, the people that get their injuries but keep training with no excuses. You know, they heal, they get back, just like life. In life, you're gonna have your hiccups. You're gonna get injured in life in some way, not just physically. It's mentally, spiritually, whatever. You got to pick up the pieces and keep progressing and get right back to work and keep becoming a better person every day. And that's what jujitsu is about, is it really irons you out over time. You get injured, you still make class, and you watch and you learn. You, you have a bad day, you take a deep breath, you get over it, you return, and you learn your lesson, you keep grinding. And what's awesome is you're always going to find people that can put it on you, and you're always going to find people that you can put it on. And that's what the game keeps evolving and make, and just keeps people just you know training together. Yeah, 100% agree with that. And I think that's why I like it so much too, because it, like you said earlier, like you can't fake it. Right. So you can come in and run your mouth and stuff, but eventually it's going to be like, you're going to have to pay for it or you're going to have to show it. And, um, and like you said, there's like the crazy thing about it too, is like, you could be a purple belt, uh, brown belt. Well, I can't really speak for brown belt, black belt, but I, I'm just assuming, but, um, whatever level you're at, you could go with another guy that you might be technically better than, but he just has your number and you're the nail. You know what I mean? His style just destroys you and you have to learn how to deal with that aggravation, you know? Correct, bro. And I believe that's always part of the journey. Like I'm a black belt from Maryland and I could put it on. I've trained with all these people from Maryland all the time. But what I like to do is I like to travel to other states, do seminars, but also just jump into other places like where I met you and get on the mat with other people and see what these other people you've never trained with that have no idea who you are. You have no idea who they are. And they test you and they show what theirs are. And you're always able to get better that way. I think any higher belts that stop doing that, they're never going to keep progressing as they should. We know that we've always gotten better by going with people that test us or or mess up our rhythm or put it on us or 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 tricky here or they're this there and that's a huge thing with jujitsu it's like like you said they can you can be higher range you can be more athletic you can be better but then maybe a lower belt has a certain game that you're like oh man haven't felt that or seen that if ever in a while and it makes you keep keep studying keep practicing keep your body guessing keeping your mind going and that's why i personally love jujitsu you know Oh, it just pisses me off. Like <laughs> as much as it as much as it pisses me off, I love going home pissed and like, man, I gotta research something. <laughs> oh man. And it's all love at the end, you know what I'm saying? It's it's all love, you know. Like we said, yeah, there's 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 people that, you know, maybe aren't really liked in the community, but we all know who those people are and we stay away from them. You know what I'm saying? But then for for the most of us, it's like, man, nothing's better than 
getting your butt kicked by somebody that you can still respect and the opposite of that, kicking people's butt that you still have love for and respect and you constantly are getting better together, you're high-fiving after and saying, oh, man, can you show me this, blah, blah, blah. There's, if you can put your ego and pride aside in jiu-jitsu, those are going to be the greatest people in jiu-jitsu. That's a lot of times what I tell white belts when uh, they're brand new and they're all, like, tense and, you know, they, they're usually worried about losing, so they're so, like, tense and, and sporadic and I'm always like, you know, my biggest advice is just take a deep breath and accept the ass whoopings and just take notes <laughs> and ask questions. Like, ask why my ass is getting. Uh, uh, and, bro, one of the things I like to say is, especially at black levels, I guarantee at black belt levels, is uh, uh, I, I just talk from a black belt's perspective is we've been tapped out more than anybody. If you really think about it, we were we already went through all those stages of being tapped out so many times and learning our lessons, and that's part of the grind. So, you know, anybody, any of your listeners right now that are maybe newer to jiu-jitsu and you're just having your, like, maybe a little downfall here or there, or getting frustrated here and there, just a reminder that your black belt leadership has been tapped out a lot more than you, and that's why they're at the level that they're at. Yeah, that's that's a solid point. Uh, what is it? A, get a white out. belt or a black belt a white belt who never quit never quit yep and that's the thing bro you know they say i know gracie's did a um a uh what's it called a uh, had statistics they did a little uh, data analysis uh years ago and it was like 80 percent people that start jujitsu get their blue uh 80 sorry 80 percent of people that start jujitsu quit before they get their blue belt so 20 percent of people that are signing up for jiu-jitsu get their blue belt of that 20 percent maybe one percent maybe one percent actually is earning their black belt in years to go so that shows you like truly the drop-off rate in this art and why it's so you have to have so much dedication and discipline and like you talk about it on, on your podcast you, your mind has to be sharpened to get through the the the, the negative things that are going to be telling you oh you should quit or you know oh this is too hard on your body or this is too hard in your mind or man you keep getting your butt whooped how embarrassed like you got to put that crap to the side because that and i think that's why there's a lot of respect for you know especially for purple brown and black belts in jiu-jitsu because you know these are the people that have made it through far and are going to continue the, the length of it you know what i'm saying so they're, they're, it's just a known thing you go to any school and you see the purple belts the brown belts the black belts and you just automatically got mad respect for who they are because you're like oh you've been through the fire man i'll be seeing you down the road we don't know really about <laughs> white and blue belts but hey we know i'll see your face again you know what i'm saying oh yeah i agree with you 100 percent. and uh switching roles a little bit um yeah. i see you're are you running for governor in maryland Yes, that's correct. I am the unaffiliated. That means I belong to no political party, bro. I'm the unaffiliated candidate. I have past primaries. I'm in the general election. I'm the youngest person at 35 years old to ever be in the general election for governor of Maryland. Um, and thank you, man. So I, I've been screwed over both by Democrats and Republicans. I'm a father. I'm a Christian. I'm a business owner. I'm somebody who believes in the Constitution. I believe in my rights, my God-given rights above all. And Overall, bro, especially the last three years, I have been screwed. They tried to make me close my gym. I said no. I stayed open. They tried to battle me. They showed up six times with the health department to try to shut me down. I said no. 
bring it. We went to court. They did not show up because they knew if I won, it would set precedent, not just in Maryland, but the United States. So they just backed off and said, leave Kyle alone. Other ways they pestered me was what they tried to do to my kids in school. I don't, I'm a health guy, bro. I know health very good. I'm not putting stuff on my children's face. I don't like what they're teaching in schools. It's all over the place, bro. It doesn't take, it doesn't take a smart person to realize that the world is going crazy. So I pulled my kids out. I'm homeschooling them. They're, they're grades ahead now because I pulled them out three years ago. They're grades ahead of all these other kids now. They're just passing fast because it, dude, bottom line is this. I, the last three years is where the reason I'm running. I'm running because I realized nobody was there to help me. Nobody was there, bro. When when things were popping off, both Republicans and Democrats screwed me. They were they were weak. They're all talk. They're they're they you know they say like oh the bird needs both wings. The Republicans and Democrats are those wings. They need each other, and they're always going to win the game that of control. It's what it is. People can say oh man this guy sounds like a conspiracy. This is I, I'm somebody who has literally gone to court against the government. I'm somebody that's literally in the general election for governor of Maryland. I know very well politics. I did the county council thing in Montgomery. County, Maryland. I, I've been involved with politics for years now. And bottom line is I'm running for governor. And of course, I got both monsters against, against me, both Republicans and Democrats. They both they, they want to see me burn. And you know what? That's what I live for, man. I'm a fighter and I, and I and I fight for what's right. That's straight up what it is. And I'm the kind of guy that will give my life for it, literally give my life for it. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I, I, that's where I'm at, because a lot of people talk about it, bro. A lot of people talk about it. Look at look at social media. A lot of people talk the talk. But when it comes down to doing <laughs> things, no one does anything. They just make posts and they think you're doing something. I'm doing something about it. Does that make sense? Oh, 100 percent, dude. And uh, you seem like a very likable guy. I mean, I just met you on a Monday morning, and you're already doing a podcast for me. Yeah, bro. Thank giving you. me your time, which is very much appreciated, dude. I can't tell you how much that means to me. Um, and that's that's like a solid um, perspective on running. That like I don't know how someone could argue. Uh, just just my. I mean, I'm I, obviously you're gonna have a. And that's going to be a hell of a battle I kind of wanted to get into. But, uh, <clears throat> like, it's just like a perspective. It's like, okay, I'm fighting for what I think is right. Family, God, like, you know, our country. Correct. And it's hard. It's to me, it's like, how how could people? How, how could can, people... Listen, if you think about it, bro, I'm going to cut you off, but I'm going to go right off of what you're saying. Go, this go is for what it. I think. I am a, if you are a small business owner, who better to pr protect you and fight for you than someone who has had small business since he was 17 years old? If you are a health enthusiast and you want healthy life in Maryland, who better to represent you than a health nut? Uh, if you are a parent, who better to represent you than a parent who has been through all these battles? If you are uh, um, somebody who believes in God, your creator, who better to, 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 to serve you than someone who pr professes Jesus's name out loud, not afraid to say it in politics? Oh, but Kyle, you can't, you, you don't want to get, trust me, you don't want to get, uh, you know, put God in there too much. Well, I'm going to say Jesus, 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 bro, because I'm not fake. I, I speak the truth. And you know, so this is what I'm saying, man. I am not ever going to sugarcoat things. I'm going to be real. And I always do what I say. If people look into me and what I've done over the years, I know you've looked into me a little bit, uh, Kevin, but uh, I, I always do what I say. If I fail at it, guess what? I learn from it. And then I go even harder the next time, just like I do in my fights, bro. I learn from my lessons and get right back into it. So if that's what you want, 
I'm your candidate. I- I'm that person. I'm never going to lie. I'm not going to cheat. I'm not going to uh, get stuck in scandals. My life is clean. I love my life. I'm going to continue to live it the way I'm living, but I'm, I want to fight for something big and what better than for my family. And what I mean, my family is all of our families that are truly just want a good life and with our own rights and stop letting the government truly dictate what's going on here. Because I, just to your listeners, Life is not going to get like better, you guys. Like the government's not going to all of a sudden be like, you know what? Let's go back to just like everybody, everybody kind of chill and do what they want. You know what I'm saying? It's going to get yeah. more and more unstable, weirder and weirder, sicker things. Evil is going to keep pushing. There's no doubt about it. So I- I'm trying to do all I can to get in there. And-, and if I have to scream at the rooftops like I'm doing, because I got to get the attention, I got to make sure people know who I am. And if I am elected, it's going to continue that way. If I mess up on something, I'm gonna openly mess say I yo I messed up. This is how I'm gonna fix it. Da 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 da. But I'm gonna I'm gonna do I'm gonna be that person that I think really represents people finally. Like there's nobody who represents me right now in any part of the government. I'm being straight up. I don't care if you say you're Republican or Democrat. I'm very strong Christian conservative. But that doesn't mean like I'm like oh go Republicans. They have screwed me the same way and they're playing the same game. So I'm I'm trying to mess all that up. At least be disrupt uh, 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 a disruption for them. At least call it out for what it is you know oh that's awesome and how how dirty does it get like it's got to be a a dirty game and a hard game yeah so bro i mean i've done small business i've been in you know a pro pro fighter i've been a a dj that ran an entertainment company and through all kinds of different types of events in the community i have a non-profit a 501c3 so i've been involved in all the different types of politics in that game but it all prepared me for the greatest monster there is and that is the true government politics it is as dirty as you think plus more the dude they get away with lying they don't they don't worry about anything anymore. They can get away with whatever they want because they're at that top tier. Dude, does that make sense? They're at mm-hmm. that so they can lie to your faces. They can manipulate so well. That's their game. It truly is. And I had to see it for myself because I don't just want to call people something or claim things if I don't know it for tr- the truth. So I literally jumped in it myself to see it for real. And it really is that fake. It really is that deceitful. It really is that dirty. They've already done smear videos videos they burned me they sent stuff in if you watch like jimmy kimmel if you watch uh stephen colbert they've had me on the show literally putting my face and name and just burning me bro deep down i'm like yeah bro i love being like that's how that's how big of a threat i am right now they're gonna put me on that show and like just try to burn me that that just shows me that i'm a threat to them It, it helps me but i'm telling you that's what they do to people they try to bury them they try to ruin them even on the early stages of their of their fight you know what i'm saying so I got I got to pause you real quick just because I'll forget. Just, but what you just said uh, is just like a testament to kind of like what my podcast is about because a lot of people, if they would have seen their face on Jimmy Kimmel, Stephen Colbert, and just seen the burn, it would have discouraged them. It would have like, uh, it would have hurt. Who knows how people would handle? But you looked at it like as in like a that's how threatened you guys feel, and you turned it into a win or a motivation a motivator and i just wanted to note that for the listener like that's kind of why i like to have these like have people on and dive into like what they do and what they're passionate about correct like there's a lot of people listening in brother 
and maybe they have people in the community making fun of them or saying things about them or just trying to mess up their flow because those people deep down are envious or uh or hate or have hatred toward them and it does get most people in life people just don't want to speak up about things because they're worried about what other people think one of the best things i ever learned was not to care what any human thinks but what god thinks of me that's it when you have that perspective and you know the truth that like like flesh doesn't matter like stop worrying about what other people think of you what is the truth about who you are and what you're able to do and what you enjoy and what you are gifted in and go after that a hundred percent and if you're doing it right you're gonna have people talking trash you're gonna have people trying to ruin that especially the devil's gonna use as many people as he can use to destroy the great things that are coming for you all he wants you to do is quit if you quit you never had it and we can go back to the jujitsu analogy where it's like man if, if, if you just keep going you'll you'll eventually get that black belt it's the truth it's the same thing with business or other hobbies or other things that you want to be successful at in life all you have to do is not quit because you're either going to win eventually or you're going to learn i never say lose you're never going to lose you either win or you learn those losses those failures that you can look at it that way those are opportunities to learn where you messed up fix it and get back to work and never never mess up that way again does that make sense 100 percent. that's that's what it's um <clears throat> that's actually a term i've been using a lot as well as like you don't win i did like a little episode on like tournament genders because we had like a lot of newer guys in the gym who were competing for the first time and i yeah. just started this project so i'm like well why not like do a little a little quick pep talk on competing and how because you know how the nerves are the first time you either oh, fight yeah. or compete oh, it's, yeah. it's worse than the fight itself and mm, mm, mm. and that's one of the things i was kind of telling everybody is or point i was getting across is like you either win or you have an opportunity to learn mm, and it's the truth bro and you always come out of it evolved even on the loss you were first of all let's just look at it from people that are maybe getting nervous about competing and something they have coming up specifically jujitsu because i know you have a lot of jujitsu listeners Listen, you're doing something that most people would never do. They would never put their reputation on the line, risking to lose to another human being. They care so much about how it might look or if they lose in a jiu-jitsu match, they're a failure. It's totally wrong. You're thinking wrong. You are awesome for getting in there and stepping up and doing everything you can to compete and see how you are. You're not a failure at all. No matter if you win or lose, get out there, test yourselves, then get back to work, get out there again, test yourselves get back to work and it's going to just iron you out and create you into another person every single time I, like that's what i love i love when people when my students go compete because they go compete and i'm like listen i don't care how you do i want you to get that win i want you to try to get that win with everything you got but if you lose you are doing something that not just most people don't do but even most people that train in jujitsu don't even go do you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah. so so just go do it you're gonna and, and you are gonna be thankful no matter what and with my students, and I know your guys is too, you, we got a, we got good people, man. So they're not going to go out there and embarrass themselves and be tapped out in, one, in point one second and look all silly. You know what I'm saying? They're going to put up a little fight, feel it out, and then from that point on, you have now evolved. You have now felt what it was. If you did great, great. But if you didn't do well, why didn't you do well? Let's fix it and get back to work. What um, What's harder? Like sitting down and campaign game planning or uh fight campaign or campaigning fight planning like you know strategizing um so i would say 
I mean, I, I, when you say harder, uh, physically, obviously fighting because I'm cut, I cut 30 pounds, you know, for my fights. I fought at 155, Jeez. 170, 185. I even did a 205 pound fight. I'll explain that later, but I'm a 170 <laughs> dude. But I walk around at, you know, 195, 200. So I cut pretty good. And so, phys- and then I train hard. Like, bro, I, I, feel, I, I feel like I'm going to war to give my life every time. I, I don't play around. If it's a fight, it's a fight. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, so uh, physically, definitely is uh, the fighting, but both. Preparing for a fight and and doing uh and running for like governor, it's both mentally pretty draining as well. I, when I say draining, I don't mean I'm walking around like oh blah 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 blah. I mean it puts a lot on me because it's constantly I have to be learning, studying, realizing what 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 are what are opponents doing, what are they doing. I don't get caught up in the crap. I stay focused straight, but I just I still have to know my opponents. Does that make sense? Yeah, so, and that, that's so where I was on top of That is big. I can't really compare. I, I believe fighting truly uh, helped me prepare for these things, but I'm not gonna. This is a whole nother level on that in a political world. It's like it's like uh, it's like this. If I, let me say, let me just put it this way: If I try to beat the current governor of Maryland and the other person who's running, because it's a Republican, a Democrat, and me, makes makes sense. That that's in the general election. Okay. So if I try to beat them at their game of politics that they own and they have owned for whatever i'm going to lose that's like me going against uh a, like, like i feel very strong in muay thai i feel good in jiu-jitsu but wrestling i would say is my weakest okay that's like me going against a wrestler and trying to wrestle him you understand what i'm saying yeah i'm not going to do that i'm going to stick to a whole nother game that i feel is best and more importantly what what the truth is about me and what i'm good at i'm not going to pretend to be something so that that's just the best way to put it i it, it, fighting and uh running for uh you know governor are very similar in the, in the point that it takes a lot out of you you're always thinking about it you're always thinking about it but i've over the years because i've done this so long i mean i've been fighting since i was what 17 18 years old i'm 35 now I've developed skills that I really believe that God's like planted in me to dude, I still enjoy my life. I actually love my life more than ever now, man, to be honest with you. So I'm able to have a piece that I'm doing the right thing. Cause here's the thing. If I start doing the political crap and trying to be deceitful and burn other people and talk crap about the other people that are running and try to burn, I get caught up in that game and that destroys people. And that's of the devil. It's not of me, bro. So I just stay living correctly, being that person I'm claiming to be, being that uh, 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 nonprofit owner, being that business owner, being that father, being that husband, being that good person in the community that people can come to regardless of win or losing. Because after this election, I'm not going to change. I'm going to be the same person, if not better. Does that make sense? Yeah, and you probably you might end up getting like a lot of like secret voters that way. Maybe people who won't publicly go out and say like, "Oh, I'm voting for Kyle," but maybe people who are like at home with no influence around them because a lot of people are weak-minded like that. Uh, so I will say this for your listeners as well. Do you, so two big things that I did um, in the last three years that got me a lot more credibility with with the nation and a lot more uh, visibility with the nation is two things. One. I led the defeat the mandates walk in DC that had 17,000 people. So we had 17,000 people show up to this DC and, uh, for, for a March. Does that make sense? So last year, not this year, last year we did defeat the mandates March DC. If you look it up on YouTube, Kyle Septic defeat the mandates March DC. It was last March and 
that was the biggest one to date that's happened. Does that make sense? So that yeah. gave me a lot of credibility. I was on the uh, uh, what the Bannon show, the War Room, which has millions of followers. They put it on Hannity. They put it on Tucker. They put it. So that helped me big time. OAN, Fox, all whatever. But then I also brought the Freedom Convoy, the American Freedom Convoy, to my my state, Hagerstown. That's why we they stopped at Hagerstown. Is I helped lead that as well. I put that together. And that's why they tried to burn me the first time with like Stephen Colbert and Cole and, and um, uh, what's his name, uh, Jimmy Kimmel and all, yeah. all, basically all the left, bro. It wasn't just that. I'm just naming some bigger names. But they tried to burn it because we were trying to do something just to create some kind of uh, like let people know. Because, bro, like what the, I, I didn't we don't want to make it a physical thing, bro. Like, you know, what I'm saying, let's be honest. We were old school. We go straight to physical and pull these people out. We want to just make a statement first. And that was by doing these marches, these protests, which get attention. Not that they work. It's not going to change the people's mind. It's just to show, hey, we're here, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're right. here just so you know. So I pulled a permit called this for the State of the Union address. I was the only person in the world to have the permit for the National Mall last year on the state of the union address and i'm talking bro they interrogated me with 13 different you know alphabet letters uh uh agencies you know cia fbi blah 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 and they literally dude i'm not gonna get into that right now but i just be that that was the craziest things that's ever happened in my life because they finally came after me big time not just with the health department at my gym but how they like literally had me come to DC and like literally be interrogated. And then they showed up to my event on the national mall with like, I mean, running deep, they closed off roads so that the freedom convoy couldn't come into the nation's capital. It got that big where I realized, Oh man, I'm that threat. And I enjoy being that threat. I love being a threat against evil. I mean, I think especially as men bro in this world, we're meant to step up and protect. And I have, like I told you before, I have no, I have no problem giving my reputation, if not my life for the greater thing. Cause we are warriors at heart. We're made for this. That's why we enjoy fighting. That's why we enjoy learning how to protect others and being physical is because we are meant for this overall. Make sense. Oh yeah. And what, What's like the first step to start? Like, how did you influence so many people to join? So one, it was, I was, um, I was literally announcing since 2020, right? March, 2020, when they tried closing everything down. I said, guys, something's not right. I'm staying open. Those of you who want to keep training at my gyms, please keep coming. I'm going to keep doing my events. Like I kept doing my events because I'm a nonprofit. So I do like a lot of events for kids, adults, camps, all kinds of stuff. All right. So I kept doing it while everybody else is locked up, closing their doors, hiding inside because the government told them to wearing masks. I did everything the opposite of that. I stayed open and not just like, like secretly stayed open. I'm publicly saying, guys, listen, until I start seeing things, and for myself and really hearing for real from people I trust, I can't trust this. So I stayed up. So people from the start was like, dude, this guy's crazy. Man, he's going against it. But little by little people are like, dude, Kyle, there's more and more people joining Kyle's gym and they're becoming healthier than ever while everybody's hiding inside, getting drunk, doing drugs, listening to the government, watching every TV show. And, and I'm staying open and we're getting healthier and I'm doing events and people are coming at me still, right? They, they People hated to see that I was still living free, bro. I was still living free. And so I picked up I picked up a lot of traction, not just from haters, but from people that were about it as well. People were like, man, I, dude, I like what this guy's doing. But when I say haters, a lot of them turned because over the years I turned out to be correct. I, it was correct the whole entire time. Make sense? I'm so glad we didn't have to deal with that kind of crap here very much. 
Like, yeah, I want to say that real fast before you finish that. Talk. You guys have a great state, one of the greatest states. I do really respect your governor. I do. People can say what they want about him. I respect right. him. I think he's one of the greatest governors, if not the best governor in the United States. I want to make that very clear. And he, you guys have had it right most of the time and good. And you guys are looked at from other states, especially where I'm from, as a great, amazing state. It's why other people, even politicians, are flying to your state. And when even when things were crazy, it's because you guys have the greatest state. Oh, like, I'm very lucky. <laughs> last three years, man, it's not just about like the sunshine and the water. You guys have been living truly free while social media and uh, news tried to burn you guys early, right? Like they tried to make right. it. And you guys saw it for yourself. You're like, dude, this is lies, dude. You know, like we got to see. That's one of the best things about these past three years. We got to see how much social media and and Fox and CNN. Let's both sides. <laughs> they're all liars, dude. The twist to what they want. It's crazy because we're such a tourist like area, and um, you get a lot of people. Like we were getting a lot of people who were like flying here or driving here, kind of running here. And so you get like a mixed pot of like the whole country and like hearing what people are telling us their their state is like telling them on the news about like our state and none of it was like even close to reality. And and that's when I was just like shaking my head like, well, I'm glad you made it, because if you listen to everything you were told, you know, you'd be getting sicker, in my opinion. No, a hundred, dude, you said it perfectly. You're, you're, you're exactly right. And that's one of the greatest things about this whole last three years that we got to see so many people had their eyes opened for real of who the government really is, of who these people really are. And I'm, and when I say government, I'm talking like media too, man. Like it's just, I've learned to just flush that out. And as always, we should find things out for ourselves. And that's going back to why I kept everything open and was, I mean, I was in the streets while everybody is locked up. I'm driving around and there's no buddy on the roads bro it was literally like end of days it felt like and i'm just telling people yo and i'm calling my doctors i'm calling nih i'm calling my people i know and they're and i'm like dude tell me something that i can just trust you on and it just wasn't happening like it wasn't there bro like you know what i'm saying and to this day people are like oh yeah i mean and people know if they fell forward or not i just know that god put it on my heart to stay strong during that time and i did yeah and, and i'm glad you did man and i'm glad you're like you're such a fighter that you know you just keep grinding in the direction that you see is right um and, and it's making a difference it's cool it's cool to see like how you know you can just influence people by you know staying <clears throat> staying true to yourself and it it seems like the momentum is against that right now but who knows tide switch momentum might switch the other way or like you said or to our earlier points, like it might just become a, a giant lesson for everybody. Uh, like we don't want that again. You know, you're, you're, you're right. You're right. You're absolutely right. I would love to this be a giant lesson again, but like I said, man, unless there's a huge dramatic shift in our current government, I'm not preparing for a better life right now. Does that make sense? Like, I'm not preparing yeah. things to get better. I'm preparing for much the opposite. This is coming from a, listen, bro. I'm a, I'm a strong rooted Christian in the Bible. I'm obsessed with the Bible every single day. I run a Bible study. I, this is what I love to do, man. I'm, I'm in a worship band. I just love the Bible. And if you read revelation, you will see that word for word, everything is playing out exactly how it says in revelation. It's the last book of the Bible. For those of you who don't know revelation, just read it. And you're going to say, wow, this is literally everything that's happened. And there's only a couple things left. So I'm preparing for what's <laughs> to come. 
You know what I'm saying? But I enjoy life because, one, I know where I'm going when I die, bro. And, two, I'm doing what's right. And when you're living correctly, when you're truly living correctly with what's right, life is good because you know you're doing the right thing. Regardless if it's like, man, I want to do that. I know it's wrong. But you're still living correctly. Or like, And I say that. It's not just about not sinning. It's also about going after the things you want. There's people listening right now like, man, I want to be better at this. Or I want to start a business. Or I want to go do that. Go do it. Go do it. If you need to sign today, there's your sign. Go do it. Figure it out and go do it. I love it, dude. I love the energy. <laughs> um, man, you caught me off guard. I'm like, what am I getting into today? And I love the energy. And it makes sense as to how you can handle all this stuff being. Uh, and for the listeners, like this guy is like, as I as I seen on your thing, you're doing like a, a Bible study tour. You're doing a seminar tour. You're also running for governor. Um, and you're keeping your social media current. And you stopped into our gym randomly to train just to get some jujitsu in. Absolutely. Because you drove 11 hours. Is that what you said? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, bro. That's why when we were grappling, I'm like trying to wake up my body so that I can have some blood flow. You know what I'm saying? I knew exactly what you're doing when you <laughs> you, you pull you closed your guard and you started shaking your arms out, and I'm like, oh, he's got some buildup, some lactic acid buildup. Oh my gosh, dude! But no, it felt great. And you're right. So I call this uh, a Jesus and Jiu-Jitsu tour. You probably saw that flyer. So yeah, it's cool. I play it. I, I love music, man. I love singing for the Lord. So I stop at different places, whether it's a, a rehab center, whether it's a certain church, whether it's a, a, a boardwalk. And we play at certain spots that we kind of, I don't want to say booked for. I'm not some performer, bro, trying to be somebody cool. You know, I'm really just trying to go really sing, you know, to, to the Lord, what he wants me to sing about. So, so uh, I call it the Jesus and Jiu-Jitsu tour. So I'm doing what I love. Like you said, man, God's put me in that position of, from, from, from living and doing what's right. He's put me in a position to where I can literally go on this trip from, we start in Kentucky, then we went to Tennessee, then we went to South Carolina, then we went to Georgia, now I'm in Florida. So he, I'm able to do what I love, play music, be with my family. I take my family everywhere. For those of you who don't know, I have a beautiful Brazilian wife, and I have two boys. One is um, uh, eight year, one just turned eight, one just turned six, and I have another son on the way next month. And Congrats. we and take them everywhere, bro. I never, I just go everywhere with them. We just pack the truck up and we just hit the road, man. And I truly love my life because of it. And I know that back home, the nonprofit, my businesses, they're they're ran because of years and years of grinding. I'm talking like grinding and hustling and dealing with huge setbacks, but not quitting and building back up. And now it's at the point where I can leave and know that I can trust people back home taking care of it why i'm not there man what a blessing you know yeah did you have you done jiu-jitsu in maryland your whole time is that where you got your black belt or so i actually got my first belt believe it or not from hoist gracie bro when i started when i was 17 jiu-jitsu was just getting big north carolina area and he started traveling to maryland and having like affiliate schools so i got started early i actually started with krav maga and then the owner was like listen bro we're under this guy named horse gracie and we have jiu-jitsu and muay thai and mma you should probably look you should probably do more of that you're the youngest kid we have here i mean i got dude this is this is literally 17 18 years ago man think about that that's so, crazy. so I got into it real early to where I'm doing Krav Maga, Muay Thai, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu daily, and and then I, I didn't know. Okay, Hoist Gracie, cool. I mean, I see fights on. I, I had no idea how big of a deal it was at the time. So then I eventually, so over the years, I got to train with all types of people, being all types of camp, from Sean Shirk to BJ Penn to all these different things, going around young, and then I eventually got my black belt in Brazil because I was doing Brazil trips as well, and they awarded me my black belt in Brazil, Hickson Gracie. 
Gracie and Professor Sauer. Professor Sauer is my lead. Professor Sauer is who I give my allegiance to, but we're, we're directly under Hickson right now as well because that's who Professor Sauer decided to be under when Grandmaster Helio died. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, so, so yeah, I was awarded literally from Hickson Gracie and Professor Sauer in Brazil at the Posada, like where they were raised and trained under. Make sense? Big flex, they were, man. They were, Big they flex. Were, <laughs> They, they rung Helio Gracie's bell that he used to ring when it was time to come to train. They rang it, you know what I'm saying, for me yeah. to come. It was like a great experience that, I mean, I was just like, wow, like what a what a uh, cherry on top, you know what I'm saying? So getting And you met one of our brand new black belts uh, when you came in on Sunday. You rolled with him, I think, after me, Zach. Yeah, 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 Zach's awesome, man. Great. So, so how is that feeling of getting your black belt? Is it like a feeling of like this is just another day or is it a feeling as if like, I'm ready well, for the next step. It's it's it, it's it's this. I'll tell you. This is this is what personally I'm sure other black folks will be saying. It's like one. It's like I can't believe it's here. I can't believe it's gotten to here. I remember as a white belt thinking about quitting. I remember as a blue belt thinking about quitting or stopping or going to do other things. I remember as a purple belt like the grind. I remember as a brown. I I knew it would maybe get here one day, but I can't believe it's here and it's here. And then you're getting it. And then if you're a good black belt and you understand jujitsu as you should, you know there is still the game is evolving. You got a lot more to learn. And if you're going to put a black belt on your body as a jujitsu practitioner, you better be able to represent that black belt because there's two types of black belts. There's a legit Brazilian jujitsu black belt and there's a not legit Brazilian jujitsu black belt. <laughs> it's the truth, man. Yeah. It's the truth. You know what I'm saying? So I always want to be that one that like that dude grapples. He doesn't care. He comes in here and grapples. He doesn't care about if people are going to like say this or that or if he gets tapped or this or that. I am always going to be that guy on the mat, not just teaching, but grappling as well, because you never want to lose. You always want to you, you never want to lose what you have. And also you always want to keep learning and staying up to par. So like when I got to grapple with you and your other guys and then your other black belt, Zach, it's constant learning, feeling other bodies and, 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 and literally progressing. And you, you were saying that too. And bro, I felt like a tournament round because I came in from like just waking up <laughs> and I walk on the mat and I'm like, of course I'm going with the black belt here. <laughs> it was a fun round for it sure. Was time, man. You, you guys gave me a lot of good rounds. I needed a, I got a good like solid, what, six, five minute round, six, whatever. It, it felt great, man. It's exactly what I needed. And I'm actually probably going to see you guys Wednesday night. That's cool. And I, any, I encourage anyone who was there on Sunday that didn't roll with you to, you know, yeah, so we did gi with you on uh, Sunday. I'm going to do uh, uh, no-gi with you on Wednesday. I think you're going to see uh, my game's totally elevated no-gi. Uh, it's what I'm most confident in, to be honest with you. I, I, believe both, I believe both play together. You need, you should want to and, and want to do both and love both. But for me, if I was to go put my uh, – if I was to both go, go compete heavy in something, especially, though, MMA because it's no-gi, but uh, – if I was supposed to do like just, I, no gi is where I'm going to put my money on. Makes sense. You, yeah, you were good in gi though. I mean, you kept like all points of contact. Like you always had as many points of contact on me as you possibly could. Like every position we were in, like you weren't leaving many gaps. So I'm, I'm excited to see that no gi game as well. Uh, well Even Zach that. said he's like, I could tell he was a no gi guy just by how he was rolling. <laughs> Uh, you know what? You, you're right. You, you, I, I, higher level people recognize those things. Like when we're talking about this right now, some people are like, what are you even talking about? You guys recognize it. And I appreciate you guys. And like I said, I appreciate the roles, man. It, you know, it's, it, it was good. It felt so good to just get in there and just get the cobwebs off from being in the car so long. And now I'm warmed up and we're gonna have some fun. Let's do it. And 
I don't want to eat up your your Sunday or your sunny day. It's not Sunday. It's a Tuesday. Okay. But, um, I do appreciate your time, man. And for anyone listening, take take this dude as a uh, just like a like a motivation to grind, not give up. Don't cry over your losses. And I mean, dude, like you can feel the energy. I could feel the energy just from talking to you. That it's just like a no bullshit, straight to the point, and get it get it done and chase your goals type of dude. And those are. Uh-huh. Those are I, I, really yeah, I'll say this to you, man. I'll say this to you as we uh, get off. The battlefield is in your mind. Uh, it's straight up. And I know you like this, what you talk about on your podcast a lot. So for me, you know, uh, being so rooted in the Bible, it talks about the battlefield literally is in your mind. It always starts in your head. How you think, how you perceive, uh, uh, look at things, it, 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 how you how you truly think about things is how you're going to determine your actions, how your flesh is going to act, how your body's going to react, how you're going to make a decision on something. It all starts in your mind. If you have negative thoughts, if you are thinking the bad way, if you are looking at things the wrong way, it's not going to turn out good ever. You have to focus on the truth. And the truth is, man, life is good. And if you truly work hard at something, if you truly put everything you can 100% into something, it's impossible to fail. It's impossible to fail at something you give 100% to. So in everything you do, you give it all you got and watch the watch the reward. You're going to win a lot. And then on the little losses, you're going to learn from it and then keep winning even more. And I appreciate that. And throw your plugs out there so people can come look you up. Oh, absolutely, man. So my name is Kyle Sepchik, K-Y-L-E. Last name is S-E-F-C-I-K. You can find me literally YouTube, uh, Rumble, uh, Instagram, Facebook, all that good stuff. Look me up, Twitter, whatever you want. But uh, I have a show called The Sepchik Show as well. You saw that, Kevin. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, the Sepchik Show is a podcast that we just started four months ago. Not to take your viewers away from your awesome show, but if you guys want to check that out also, maybe Kevin can come to Maryland and be on our show live or something. And then uh, – I have MMA and sport in Maryland. If you guys are ever in Maryland, look up MMA and sport. And if you do jujitsu, Muay Thai, boxing, wrestling, any of that, you come in, say, hey, I heard you on the show, and you jump in as family. You just jump in, have a good time at the gym. Um, other than that, I have uh, uh, KSEF Productions, K-S-E-F Productions. We do branding. We do marketing. We do all that good stuff. And uh, and those of you that just you know are about the Lord, man, just look me up uh, just anywhere on Google, and you'll see where we're at next playing music and, and preaching a little bit. Yeah, and if you have any uh, extra shirts in like a size large or if I need to order one, let me know. But if you have any extra with you, bring it on yeah. Wednesday and I'll buy it off you. Bro, that sounds amazing. I appreciate your support. I'm definitely going to bring you one because I just got them in while I was here in Florida. I actually had them nice. shipped to Florida, so I got them here in Florida. And, uh, uh, of course, I'll hook you up, brother. I appreciate you having me on the show. Awesome, dude. Well, you have a good day, and I'll see you tomorrow. All right, my man. I'll see you soon. Hey, hey, I'll see you. Hey, I'll see you later, Kevin. I'll see you Wednesday. Okay, awesome. See you, bro. I think the podcast is fucking sick. If you're listening to it and you're like, you know, I don't know if I want to listen to the next episode of this podcast. You're probably a bitch ass. You need to listen to the next episode of this podcast and keep listening to it. Um, because my friends down here are trying to make shit happen. And we're going to make some shit happen.